This safe house may not be so safe. Today I'm talking about the Saloon. This is Scott's Self Indulgent Movie Podcast. Hello, movie friends. Welcome to Scott's Self Indulgent Movie Podcast. I am Scott, joined by my cat Amber today. And uh, today I'm talking about a recent Shutter exclusive named Asalum, which is a Senegalese <laughs> import, which I think is fantastic. And I uh, really enjoyed this movie and thought I would share what I liked so much about it. So without further ado, let's get started. As much as I try to keep track of the international movie scenes, I'll be the first to admit that I have plenty of cultural blind spots, namely African cinema. There are a lot of reasons for this, including the horrifying legacy of colonialism, but the end result is that African movies are less likely to make their way to the States. Thankfully, Shudder picked up this excellent horror thriller from Senegal with a lot to say. After escaping a violent coup d'etat in Guinea-Bissau, a trio of mercenaries known as the Hyenas are trying to extract their target, a Mexican drug lord, to nearby Dakar. But when their plane encounters an unexpected malfunction, the team touches down in the remote region of Sin Saloum to get supplies and let the heat die down. But Saloum also contains dangerous secrets with the power to kill the island's new guests. Saloom is one of my favorite movie viewing experiences of the year. There's a lot of reasons, which I'll get into, but the main reason is the film's writer and director, Jean-Luc Herbalou. Herbalou, sorry. A lot of movies like this are enjoyable, but are also prone to static visuals or layers upon layers of heavy foreshadowing. What makes Saloom so much fun is that it lets the inherent horror of the situation speak for itself and embraces more action-oriented camera work, especially towards some battle scenes at the end or quick shot-reverse-shot bits for tense dialogue. Saloom isn't a movie that's trying to stew in anything, so why does this movie work so well? The lead characters are a good start, so let's talk about the hyenas. Our lead mercenary group, called the Hyenas, are a great example of how to set audience expectations specifically to upend them. The Hyenas are introduced by snatching their Mexican cartel member from a safe house with military precision as they step over a literal massacre. This carries a heavy implication that said men were involved in this, as does their desire to stay under the international community and police radar. Based on that and some of their own statements, we'd assume that these men are unapologetically violent for money's sake and that they are blunt instruments. And if we're being very honest, if you're someone who lives in a colonizing nation like I do, you're making these assumptions very quickly. But the more we see from the hyenas, the more we see that they are not the cold-blooded or simple killers we'd expect. This is set up in one early scene when the group's leader, Chaka, engages a deaf woman in conversation via sign language. The two trade not-so-veiled threats at one another, and then Chaka's rough-around-the-edges right-hand Rafa joins the conversation as well via sign language. From there, we get more and more information about these men's origins and motivations that lays out a much more nuanced and human portrait than the audience might expect. We also get a commentary on living in modern Africa. I honestly don't know enough about modern African history to provide specific commentary on how this movie relates to the regions in question. 
What I do know is that even without that specific history to enhance its story, Saloom has a lot to say about the cost of generations upon generations of war that is often fought with child soldiers. Despite being a highly competent survivor, the hyena's leader Chaka is clearly haunted by his dramatic past and even has extreme hydrophobia as a result. His eldest team member literally knocks him out like Mr. T before boat rides. It adds another level of tension to an already tense situation, for which in this case is being criminals on the run. Will Chaka become overwhelmed by his past trauma, or has it already taken hold, and can he ever get past it? Chaka in many ways could stand in for a generation of young men who survived, but at great mental and personal cost. Likewise, Saloom and its leader appear to be hiding secrets. There's too many strange details about how the, how the island works and the inhabitants. All of which begs the question, what is the cost of this apparent peace? That's a question that can extend far beyond Saloom's shores. We also have a unique genre blend. As I alluded to earlier, but another reason Saloon works so well is because it's not trying to be one thing. This is a movie that has the bones of a thriller with action, character drama, horror, and even light comedy bits included as well. The film's opening sequence where the hyenas find their cartel contact is shot like a military action movie with emphasis on the group's coordinated movements, before we shift into an apparent cat and mouse game on Saloon, before it blows out into supernatural horror and action about halfway through. It's genuinely unpredictable in a wonderful way. The conclusion is that it's fascinating and entertaining. With visual flair and plenty to say, Saloon gets a solid recommendation. 8 out of 10. This has been Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to join our Facebook group, Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie World, for the latest reviews, discussions, and more. See you next time, everybody, and stay safe.